So most of my research consisted of reading Yelp reviews for various statuaries around Seattle. I like it. And I went on this tangent where there was this list of goth places to go. And the list was called, Oh My Goth. <laughs> and most of those places, I I had been to most of them is the weird thing. I was like, who am I again? <laughs> I mean, you can't escape your redneck pask. And in my case, my redneck pask is my Hot Topic Oh boy, it's Encyclopedia Brunch. My name is Tim Dobbs, and with me, as ever, through the podcast machine that we call the internet, it's Catherine Cogart. She forgives me for all of my stumbles. Catherine Cogart. I am forever benevolent. <laughs> yeah. Is it good to be back? Um, I don't know. How are you feeling? Did uh, you miss it? The feel of the microphone against your against your beard hairs? Did you miss the, the, of the, the scratch crowd. of your office chair against your jeans? Uh, scratch? Like, when this is a very uncomfortable office like a, chair. Like, what, what would you say the noise is when you're when you get up and down from from your chair and you you the, feel the fabric scratch um, against the other fabric? Like a shuffle or like a it's it's whatever the shuffle. Here's a question. What is the noise? It's a swish, maybe? Because I think it's very akin to the noise that your corduroys make as you swap legs. It's fabric on fabric. Swap legs? Stop swapping legs! No, come on. It's fun. I got tired of these big beefy legs. Give me some dainty lady legs. Ooh, tiger legs. This is why I got this. Now you're going to get a ride. (laughs) Hitchhiking with those gams. Oh, yeah. That's how I got to do it. This is why I need swappable body parts. Get on it, science. You know who does so, have body parts of uh, that you can pick ooh. if you are a sculptor? Statues. Uh, Our topic for this week. Statues. You didn't let me guess. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't know. It's great. I feel really a part of this. Um, well, what do you got? I was trying to do a thing like a monster build studio. They have swappable body parts. Monster Build Studio? Is that a thing? Is that That's definitely like a, a game genre. Oh, yeah. Where you would build different monsters. Yeah, sure. Really targeting the uh, nine-year-old crowd. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would always try to do the thing that you're not supposed to do and like match up. Because, you know, it was like it's a drawing and it's cut into three pieces, a top, a middle, and a bottom. And then you mix them up for crazy combinations. But I would always feel very satisfied when I like found the intended match. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. that's what it looks like. Here is a simple monster instead of a complex monster. It's still quite alarming. Mm. Well, it is a monster. It's a monster. Oh, monstrous. You know what else is monstrous? People who step on each other's lines in order to get to talking about our topic this week. Oh. Statues. Being a little hard on yourself, wouldn't you say? A little bit, but I'll do anything for a segue. Here we are talking about statues. That's right. Today's topic. Statues. Those uh, things that look like they're alive, but aren't. But I just want to step back a second. The thing about segues is... Uh, it was deeply ironic when the owner of that company died via one. Uh, is that what irony is? Uh, 
yes, because it was foreshadowed in Act 1 when the owner of that company was like, and in buying this Segway company, I ensure that I will never be murdered by one. Segway, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is what Anton Chekhov said. Anton Chekhov? Ugh, I live in fear of confusing the playwright and the character on Star Trek. Who knows? Yeah, I think we all live in fear of that, for Mm. sure. Uh, well, yeah. It's a shame when that actor died. That was a shame. Yeah, Not really be a Segway. Be a car. No. Another vehicular death. It's a real Fast and the Furious Paul Walker situation. Yeah. Statuesque that man. Our topic this week, statues. I think it's Fast Forever is the Fast and Furious 8 that's coming Just out now. moving on. Talking about statues. Catherine, what... Uh... I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite statue? I just really like the rock in that series. I asked the question and you're not being very polite by Of statues. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that is a good rock. <laughs> uh, statues often made of rock. Did you find any examples of uh, non-rock statues? Is that part of the definition? Uh... Did I find any examples of non-rock statues? I guess that depends. Is metal a form of rock? Uh, no. Then, yes, there are examples of non-rock statues. I'd like to clarify real quickly. Were you asking if uh, metal music was a form of rock music? Because yes, technically. (laughs) Uh, No, that actually wasn't what I was asking. I just feel like you're really bringing us off topic, Tim. What's an example? Really irresponsible. Of a metal statue. Like a war memorial? Mm, okay, get more specific with me here. Like a guy on a horse? Uh, and then... Yeah, you're right. Those are often bronze. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Statue of Liberty like made of copper. copper. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, show about a giant lady who uh, uh, protects a, a harbor. That'd be fun. Like a workplace kind of a... Like a Barney Miller kind of like workplace thing. <laughs> workplace comedy yeah no no no. it's it's like a workplace drama like it's 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 serious with some lighter tones um but yes okay. the workplace is uh manhattan harbor um and uh it's all about this one giant lady who has to protect it <laughs> what's the drama um she gets that in fights pregnant. with her co-workers the roads of colossus uh christ the redeemer uh right right <laughs> that giant horse statue on game of thrones yeah exactly um, the giant horse statue of Genghis Khan that is due to be uh, made in Ulaanbaatar, uh, Mongolia, um, in the coming cool. years. It's going to be cool. the world's largest mounted statue. Mounted statue? How many hooves will be on the ground? Here's is that just an American thing? It's not an anything thing. That's an urban legend. Okay, it's not a thing. It's not a thing at all. So wait, wait, let's let's detail this this hooves thing. How? What is the way you've heard it? Uh, the number of hooves that are touching the ground indicates on a the statue. way on a mounted statue or centaur statue <laughs> <laughs> indicate the way that the person the statue is depicting died. All hooves on the ground means that they died like of old age or like not at all violently. Hmm. One hoof was like they were wounded in battle and, and died from those wounds. Yeah. And died from those wounds, and two hooves means that they died in battle. I like the way... So, so like, two hooves means usually it's, like, rearing up, but I like the idea that they're, like, technically it's two hooves, but I don't really like this guy, so they have, like, the front right and the back left hoof up. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
the horse looks dumb. It's just sort of posing. <laughs> um, it's but a, this is a myth. This this is a myth. It it, it is a myth uh, that persists in uh, America and the UK. Um, oh, it's like autism and vaccines. <laughs> it's a myth. Okay, sure. <laughs> They're both not true, and a lot uh, of people believe it. Yeah. Even though that one article in the Lancet was like, check out this fun thing you didn't know about statue hooves, and the guy retracted it, but, uh, you know, people still believe what they want to believe because it has to do with protecting their children from dying in war. Jenny McCarthy believes in the hooves thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She went on Oprah. She was like, oh. and I'm telling you right now that if we don't know all about this hoof thing, <laughs> uh, from their hooves to your mouth, that's how you get the disease. <laughs> The disease of not believing in the hoof thing. For clarity, the uh, the hoof thing. It's it's. Uh, we're just we're just jabbering. Roll with it. Um, the uh, the hoof thing is uh, especially persistent around Civil War uh, statues, like Civil War generals. Um, presumably because we just have a lot of those statues in the U.S. Because it's one of the uh, few. It's it's. Is it the largest war ever fought on uh, U.S. soil? Probably. Most people died. Most people died for sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So there's a lot of those, but uh, it's like, well, that sort of tracks, but it doesn't totally track. And if it's like, if fifty percent of the statues follow that rule, it's not really a rule. Hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. It's kind of a downer. I like that rule. I like there being special codes. You know. I yeah. I like there being secret codes that only some people can see if you are smart enough. Yeah, that's the way I derive myself. That's value. a very attractive way. Yeah, to to think that you can view the world. Mm. You know, it'd be great if instead of having to, if we the, were smarter than everyone else. Mm, yes, and I felt really comfortable just telling myself that all the time and refusing to listen to anyone. <laughs> I think it would feel good. Uh, I don't know that it would be good. But it would I feel think we good. would die alone for sure. Sure, for sure. But who cares? Sure. We're so smart. <laughs> We'd be happy at last. Yeah, a bunch of brainiacs over here living it up all alone with our big pulsing <laughs> brains reading our books. Ew, baby. Mm hmm. Well, you got to grow the brain. I mean, it's a lot of work. Mm, that's true. Uh, so statues. Uh, you got know any big brain statues? <laughs> What? <laughs> Here's the thing. You couldn't know. What are you asking? I don't know. Sometimes I just throw stuff out there for you and see what you take. Listeners at home, I ask yourselves to ask yourselves. I ask you to ask yourselves. That's what I'm trying to say. Listeners at home, I ask you to ask yourselves. Do you know any big brain statues? Uh, well, wait. Okay, all the totals are in. Um, That's right! You don't know any big brain statues because it's a nonsense question. <laughs> Here's the thing. You couldn't know a big brain statue uh, if it was just a big brain, like a statue of a brain. You don't really know a big brain statue. I mean, what is it to know a horse? What is it to know a big brain? What is it? What is it to know what causes autism? Well, sad. one of those really things. Sad. Yeah, it's... Uh, Maybe something we should work towards as a uh, scientific community. Uh, two of those mm -hmm. things. I don't know. Someone will figure it out, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's very similar to saying the scientific community should do it. 
beautifully put. Thank you. I'm going to go out on a high note and we'll be back in a moment on Encyclopedia Brunch. Encyclopedia Brunch talking about statues. Uh, those things that are sometimes made of stone, sometimes made of metal, but always touching your heart with their outstretched hand, like E.T. in that statue of E.T. that I just imagined just now living in Oakland, California, home of E.T. Mm. That's right. Come no. visit beautiful Oakland. <laughs> The natural home of America's favorite 1980s alien. See the Reese's Pieces. Enjoy the, okay. the immersive Elliot no, phone no. call. Phone home no, no, no. from Oakland, California. That's right. Well, Land of E.T. I don't know why I tried to stop you. <laughs> Where were we? What is America's favorite 1970s alien? Uh, let's see. Probably Mork from Mork and Mindy. Okay. What is America's favorite alien of the 1960s uh maybe my favorite martian played by christopher lloyd okay and why did alf get the short shrift uh, he's not that great because he eats cats yeah that's there was a right and wrong answer to that one <laughs> i think I, th I think uh someone recently pointed out to me uh, why was he called alf his name was gordon shumway like that's just the name you can have like it's uh, kind of a mouthful. Well, I mean, he also, goes by why Gordon. Why did Elf have the human name? Well, it's just it was his name on uh, on his home planet, and then because he was an alien, they were like, "We'll call you Elf," because surely your name is unpronounceable. And he's like, "My name's Gordon," and they were like, "Okay, Elf." It's dumb. That's a pretty good joke. Yeah, no, it's a decent joke, but it just like <laughs> really highlights how cruel uh, the family was to him. I I mean, he seemed like. He kind of gave them what for. And also, all of the actors on that set were like almost about to fall into trap doors at any moment. <laughs> so the urban legend goes. Uh, do you want to clarify that urban legend? Uh, so, well, I don't know if it's an urban legend. I think it's more of just a regular legend. It's a real hoof statue thing. It's less of a hoop statue thing and more of a hoop dreams thing. And that there are probably some stories about the set of hoop dreams. <laughs> I, I don't even remember what Hoop Dreams was about. Was that? I think it's that the air up there. I know it's a can. That white man can't jump. Is it Space it's Jam? A basketball movie. Is it is a documentary? Eddie. Is it? <sighs> no, it's Hoop Dreams. Okay. Is it Jumpin' Jack Flash? So Alf. And the set of Alf Sister because Act Alf two. was a puppet. Somebody, some creative director or whatever, insisted that. Alf be able to come up anytime, anywhere, any place in the house through trap doors that were just open all the time. And so you could just be walking around the set and then fall into a trap door. Fun fact. I also insist that for myself in my real living situation. My roommates do not like it. No, no. Yeah. But it's pretty fun to spook them in the middle of the night. 
Well, yeah, yeah. Hmm. You gotta attach them all to like emergency cords that come down from the ceiling. So you can be like a crazy cartoon villain. Oh, I can be like, gotta get out. Woo. No? No, not you. You your your minions come to you and you're like, no, I disapprove, and then you pull the trap door cord and then they fall down. I see. Um, do you ever have a trap i mean like what were your trapdoor fantasies? Did i ever have a trapdoor f- fantasy fantasy like when you were a kid that's a really personal question tim i don't know if i'm comfortable sharing that with you um yeah i know fair enough i think i'm a little bit out of line let me instead ask you about <laughs> statues <laughs> our topic this week statues um so I, I got onto this whole, like, what is the material made out of thing? Because for some reason I was forgetting that, uh, yes, many, many, many statues in town squares everywhere are made of bronze or uh, copper or, or what have you. Um, bronze? Bronze? Bronze. Okay. What did you think I said? Bonds? That's yeah. like, as in stocks or as in just like chemical bonds? Because all things bonds. are made out of chemical bonds. Well, they're made out of bonds and uh, chemical molecules. There's two parts. You see, uh, in the chemical justice system, there's two parts, the, the molecules and the bonds. Bum, bum. <laughs> that was the sound of a um, uh, Geiger counter going off, <laughs> like a really deep one. Yeah, I saw I saw the chemical come by here, but I swear that's the sound of me stacking boxes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I haven't seen him for two weeks. He didn't come back to work. <laughs> this- this uh uh astatine molecule was working on the docks people said he was mild-mannered they're doing a new drug it's called hydrogen bonding (laughs) so uh let's see so i so i got on this whole thing uh because uh, statues are made of uh, lots of things but uh i became fascinated with the idea of like what makes it a statue which i had not thought of before if you would asked me in the past like what is a statue i think i would have said just like it's a thing made of rock i guess again forgetting okay. the many many metal statues we have um it's everything that isn't the marble hmm. uh is that your answer like what would you say is that a finding feature of a statue uh it's been sculpted yeah i mean it's an object <laughs> but why is a statue yeah. different from a sculpture is it it is a statue depicts a statue depicts a figure so it's either uh, a human or an animal or a mythical animal it's essentially like centaur hmm, uh well it was really sad when that centaur died from its wounds um (laughs) one hoof one hoof this time bump bump um so uh yeah, so it has to depict something that should be living, but is instead made of rock or metal. And that's okay. what makes it a statue. Which I don't okay. know, I think it's interesting because, like, we look at, like, statues um, throughout history. And, like, the oldest piece of art we have, right, is that, like, um, something Venus. Uh, you know, it looks like a big round lady. <laughs> I don't think it has a head. What? You've never seen oh, this? Oh, she's not uh, round. The... She's, she's woman-shaped she's quite i mean like yes she's not ball shaped uh she 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 uh, she has all the shapes of a woman um if it all was exaggerated to be extra round it's the venus of willendorf in the show notes um but uh 
So yeah, so you go all the way back, and then you go to like Greek statues, um, to the Sphinx, which I guess is technically categorized as a statue, which seems a little wrong to me. Um, those old ancient uh, like Buddha statues, uh, you know, all the way up to your Statues of Liberty, Redeemers, um, Iwo Jima, etc. Um, mm. I think I don't know. It it just I, I struck me as very interesting that like oh yeah, I guess we are really interested in depicting ourselves. Um, you know, like oh here's another human. I made it. That's really interesting because, um, like, there's a lot of specifically religious regulations around things that can and cannot be depicted, mm. specifically humans and human shapes and humanoid shapes. Yeah. Your Venus is of Willendorf, your Sphinxes. Well, yeah. It's a humanoid. Um, like, okay, Amish people are like, uh, no graven images. Mm hmm. Well, in fact, uh, okay. if if you look at the historical statue record, um, it really drops off in the Middle Ages because uh, the Catholic Church became very um, wary of uh, no idols. Idols, exactly, idolatry. Um, yeah, and so like it was, it was frowned upon. It was never like actually outlawed outright, just like no statues ever. But like, eh, we didn't really do it. And where's the money going to come from? You know. That is interesting that religion is regulating that or spe has like had a lot to say on that. Yeah. I wonder what that's about. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think to me, it makes a lot of sense just kind of in a fuzzy feely way because it's just like, why do you make a statue? Right. Like, wh why do you go through the effort of um, depicting a human in a mineral of some kind? Like, it's a lot of work. Have you ever tried to carve anything? Oh, I mean, I've tried to whittle before, and whittling is like, screw Did this. Did you make a shark stick? Stick? Shark stick. No, it was a shark's dick. <laughs> uh, nice, brah. Yeah, incidentally, pretty sharp. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know. I just like gave up. I, I didn't make anything. I made a uh, a block of wood with a little bit of wood worn off on one side because it's just like annoying. <laughs> um, and I've never tried to actually like carve a chunk of marble or something. But like, what? what how did anyone do this this is crazy um so like it's a big deal so why why do we go through the effort uh i guess to to venerate or honor something or someone uh, yeah i think that's part of it especially when you get into your like super massive statues um okay so if you think of a of a religion as a center of power mm-hmm then the institution might be like, can you not do these things that take away from our power? Ugh. Or conversely, look at Christ the Redeemer, mm -hmm. right? The big statue with uh, Christ's arms outstretched on a mountain in uh, Rio de Janeiro. I always looked at that and I was just like, how did that get made? It's huge. And it's on a mountaintop. And it's gotten to the point like it's so iconic that it like represents the nation of Brazil often in like movies. You're like, mm, they're in Brazil. All right. Um which is like a little weird because it's a giant statue of Jesus Christ. And I know Christianity is a very popular religion, but like, wow. Um, so like the, the way that was made was just like in the 1930s, um, like a, uh, it might've been the twenties, but, um, yeah, a, a religious group in uh, Rio de Janeiro was like, we ought to put a big statue up there. Um, and they just took up a fund and they got it all paid for. And then like over 10 years, like a couple of engineers and an artist got together and made this thing happen. Um, so like, I don't know. I think it kind of cuts both ways. I think really the reason you see friction with religion is just because it's intertwined with it. Because um, 
symbolism is clearly important in religion. Um, and also, like, uh, what are humans like? Let's think about humans and what what is beyond humanity. Like, when you're in that sort of just general thinking space, you're going to end up at statues a lot. Hmm. Especially if yeah, you don't have robots. That's fair. That makes sense. All right. Well, so uh, I'm going to give you a little time to think on this one. Um, and I'd like to hear from you when we come back in a moment. Are robots the new statues? When we come back. And we're back on Encyclopedia Brunch talking about statues. So what do you think? Robots? Statues? Are, are they just uh, better? New and improved. Yeah. You know, you've always been wanting those statues Statue to move. Statue V2. <laughs> uh, robots. Okay. Okay. Androids are the new statues. What's the difference between an android and a robot? Uh, Android is specifically a robot that's shaped like a human, mm. whereas like a robot could just be like a mechanical arm. Right. Uh, yeah, like one of those uh, car factory robot arms that's yeah. deeply unsatisfied with its work. It's just so repetitive. Yeah. But the union Absolutely. is good. The, you know, the that benefits. is a portal character. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll stop uh, jumping on valves a bit. Um <laughs> Yeah, well, and I think the other thing is, like, they're more functional, right? I think the other thing I find really interesting about statues is, like, what does this thing do? Like, maybe it could be a sundial. Uh, if you go all the way back to our episode one, the very first episode of this podcast, um, the Colossi of Memnon, were... Oh, uh, it's a big statue. They're just, like, real big statues, and they have this sort of functional nature in that they made a noise. Yes. So, like, maybe, but, like, I don't know. I think statues are interesting because they're so just like, no, you're just going to look at it. Don't you like looking at humans? I know you don't ever see any. <laughs> think about it. Humans, huh? Whoa. Uh, yeah. You know, you know what the new statues is? Mm. The like jamboree bears. The jamboree bears. The Chuck E. Cheese animatronics. Oh, yeah, because they barely move and they're not really functional. Yeah. yeah. And they're they're built to be like, oh, whoa! Look at this. Yeah, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not. No, think about it. How can a mice that shares so much in common with me be so interested in pizza? It's it blows the mind. They must love pizza. Mm. More pizza, please. <laughs> See the system works. Oh yeah, you can get some quarters. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go. Let us all worship our new gods. The owners of Chuck E. Cheese Pizza Entertainment. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I've tried to ask you multiple times now what your favorite statue is. And haven't gotten a straight answer. Do I have to have one? Um, no, I just kind of want to talk to you about statues. Like, what's a cool statue? How about that? What's a cool statue What's you a know? cool statue? Know any righteous statues? Not Christ the Redeemer. I know it's righteous. Incidentally, righteous. there are a ton of Christ the Redeemer copies. Which, I mean, like... That makes right. sense. Sure. 
When was that? Uh, the 1930s was when it was finished. Okay. I think it was finished in okay. 1932. Um, favorite statue. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's my favorite statue, but I see it all the time under, it's called the Fremont Troll. Mm. So I live right by a bridge and under the bridge, like where the bridge meets, like where the bridge ends basically. Yeah. And underneath it, they have carved into that rock like a troll like reaching out and so there's a troll that lives under the bridge and it's called the fremont troll and i live right by it um so freaking cutesy it's really adorable and it's cool and it has one weird eye and then there's an apartment complex called the troll eye oh cute yeah Um, (laughs) yeah and it's really big too right is the other thing about the troll like it's you know yeah like people climb on it to take their picture and it's like a tolkien-esque troll and then it is giant um Yeah, that's a good it's one. It's a Norwegian mythology troll for sure. You know, you really live in sort of a land of a uh, land of statues because also very I close. I live in a high statue density area. Yeah, yeah. like the, uh, the the Fremont neighborhood there is uh, also home to uh, a giant statue of Vladimir Lenin. Yes, for no reason. Oh, for a reason. It's just not a good reason. <laughs> well, what's the reason? Can you explain this statue? Uh, somebody was traveling and they saw it in a scrapyard. And they decided to buy it and pay for it to get shipped back um, to Seattle. And so he kept it like in his yard and then he got hit by a car. And so it was passed to his family oh. uh, and his family's like, oh, crap. So they moved it to the center of Fremont and said, OK, we're going to try and sell it, but we're going to keep it here for now. And now it's just a fixture of Fremont because that was like years and years and years ago. Yeah, now it's fun and weird. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, paying to move it, this is, this is, we got to talk about this. I, I have often seen in especially like tourist locations, especially like sort of, uh, uh, exotic tourist locations. So like, you know, Southeast Asia, places like that, um, where they're just like, eh, we're really pushing the, the statues. Um, and you'll just be like, who buys these? Cause statues are big. That's like part of them. They become statuettes once they're small enough to lift. Um, yeah. But like, we're, we're again, we're trying to show the human form. And so we tend to either make it life-size or larger than life to really accentuate. Um, would you ever buy a statue? Like, would you ever pay for the, the I find this baffling, this idea that I'm like, I got to find a truck. Like, I need to get a guy with a flatbed. Like, are you kidding me? Especially if I'm in Asia. But like anywhere, really. I think in a lot of these places, like... um. I saw this in Rome and across Italy a lot. Mm. It's just, you see like amazing ancient like Roman columns around Mm. or like really fantastic statues. And then it's like a cheesy gelato stand. And you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, but this looks like it's a thousand years old. (laughs) And so it turns out that like people would just steal stuff. Mm. Um, Because it's really hard to say who owns what after a thousand years of a Roman empire being around. True. Um, so ownership becomes kind of nebulous and so stuff gets stolen and it's ancient and valuable art. And if you happen to have a flatbed truck already, the cost of a statue becomes very cheap when you just steal it. Uh, that's true. I think to me, uh, yeah, it's all about the logistics. Like I find that cost much, much higher. Um, and then also having to have the statue. I can't imagine having something that big in my home or yard. Like, well, we live in very small places. Even if I lived in a big place, like, could you imagine having a statue? 
They're so permanent. So you're saying you're never going to be one of those people with like too much lawn art? That's never going to be you? I just can't see myself becoming a statue guy. I think maybe other kinds of art, sure. What about like, um, oh, let's say fire hydrant size statues? I don't know. That feel well. Maybe if I want to like play like a giant, you know, like walk out into my yard and be like, nah. Yeah, like gnomes. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you often do that. You certainly do that when we see each other because mm-hmm. I'm so short. You're like, Rawr, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. And you're like, Rawr, uh, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. And I'm like, let me have my fun. And you're like, oh no, I'm no. scared. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like shin height is the worst height, right? Like just below the knees. It's just like that's the thing that. It's just a terribly yeah. unpleasant thing for things to be. I swear to you, I have I have scars right on my shins because of the things that you just run into. <sighs> Too much. Bed frames. Yeah. Bed frames. Oh, man. So who's Ugh. who's going to disrupt that industry? Not I. Mm. Well, you're very busy talking about statues. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I think just the logistics. It's all too much. I mean, could you ever see yourself... Would you ever own any sort of statue? Even, like, a super tasteful, like, yeah, I don't know, very Greek-looking, you know, like, oh, this is just here. Yeah. I. You know what? If I bought a home, mm-hmm. a home that is a house, a house, and a statue came with the place, and I really liked the statue. Describe what the statue really, like, might look like. Mm. Or don't. It's- cool <laughs> i don't think there is any statue that would fit that you're like maybe if there was like a cool lady and then their shoe was like talking to a bird and then it was also a bird bath the shoe was talking to a bird the lady was talking to a bird you definitely said shoe in there and she was talking to a bird i like mine but <laughs> and she was talking to a bird but that's unrelated to the statue actually that sounds a lot like the comic strip shoe in which uh, a <laughs> bunch of birds one of whom who happens to be named shoe drink at a bar which is in a tree <laughs> yeah i would get that carved out maybe yeah um i mean i i i'm very supportive of the idea of statues in public places but i think that's that's where i want them i want them to be in a town square or something um i don't you know what because um one thing seattle does a great job of i think is uh adorable cutesy neighborhood houses Mm -hmm. and then you walk through a neighborhood and then like let's say that there's somebody has like a swing on that median that we don't have a great name for of grass that like strip of grass between the street and your and the sidewalk well it's called a hell strip but yeah yeah sure it's not a great name but we do have a name There are a lot of different names for it. Mm-hmm. I think of it as a median, but it's not a median. Yeah, it's not. Anyway, this was on a, actually a whole like regional language quiz. It's like, we don't actually have a good name for this. People call it a lot of things. Sure. Hellstrip is one of them. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't care for it, but. Yeah, I'm not using that. All right. Uh, <laughs> and so let's say somebody like, might somebody might hang a string or like a string, a swing on that strip or like have a crab apple tree or like i don't know and so like and you walk through these neighborhoods to get from like one neighborhood to the other or to go to the park um so i think seeing statues like in somebody's front yard there i could see the the benefit of that i don't know whenever they feel too grand semi semi semi-private well if they're littler statues maybe i mean first of all i do not want to besmirch uh seattle status as uh the king of Oh, I could live here kind of neighborhoods. Um, absolutely. <laughs> That's, it's full of them. Um, 
This would be nice. Wow, we could walk to the park oh, every day. Yeah, I could totally imagine hanging out on that porch every day. Yeah. It's so That's close just such to the a nice shop. night, too. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think that a lot of that just doesn't fit with the... I, I don't think there is a way for a statue to read as um, anything but quirky or... Uh, like, mm, yeah, if, if you've got just sort of like a, a English garden or something like, yeah, OK, part of the fountain or whatever. But what's like, wrong with a little quirkiness then? Uh, if you have an otherwise tasteful house. I think you got to commit to it. I think you've got to be the quirky house. I don't see a way for a statue to not look like bric-a-brac in a yard. Mm. I could be wrong here, but it could just, be. They're, they're, they're so grand. Maybe not. They announce themselves. I have no opinions. Could be. Maybe not. Who knows? But they, bird bath? what about a bird bath? Not a statue. <laughs> Very clearly. Yes, it is. No. They sell them at statuaries. True. But we did say that the one defining feature of a statue is that it depicts uh-huh. a figure okay. that would be normally living. Um, That's true. But you're right. So what they, if they do sell them at statuaries. Bird statues on your bird bath. Oh, those are statuettes. Maybe. Okay. Or figurines, you know? Yeah, maybe what I'm really into is a yarn ornament more is a, is a statuette. Yeah, like a little smaller, a little more manageable. Because the big ones, yeah. I think I think those, um, because they're just such a hassle to, like, build, um, but they're not hassly enough to, like, make them exceedingly rare. You know, these aren't the Great Pyramids of Giza. It's like, yeah, you get enough money together, you can put together Christ the Redeemer or... Um, I was listening to a podcast today, Presidents Are People Too, um, about uh, Chester A. Arthur, who mm-hmm. he and the party boss he used to work for uh, both have statues in Madison Park in New York. Um, and it's just like, uh, you could you could say that the, the president makes sense, but like this party boss who like no one particularly felt for, like, yeah, I don't know, people got enough money together and they're like, can we put this in the park? And the city was like, okay, sure, you paid for it. <laughs> Um, no one's gonna care anyway yeah and so i don't know i like that level of grandiosity um because it's like doable by like a group of people but you don't need you know a pharaoh or um you know whatever a a sort of god king um Mm. but i i think it's too much for a single person which is where i I like where it sits in that like community space because i just like you got your own statue i don't know it just sits with me wrong what about a bust yeah that's acceptable it's not over announcing itself i like a bust yeah yeah um it's like statue adjacent it's the cousin of a statue yeah yeah would you get a bust of yourself or a bust of someone else i think you want to go painting of yourself bust of someone else in the right. home yeah bust of like a hero like uh or just a person you know crotty robot <laughs> <laughs> uh, well they are the new statues <laughs> All right, and with that, uh, go watch mm, MS3K 3000. Um, listen to Presence of People too. You're just get into Mystery any. Science 3000, 3000. Thank you. <laughs> That's what she said. Didn't, I didn't do the greatest job. You're doing great. Anyway, Elliot Kalin projects. Until then, that's Catherine Cogan over there. Tim Dobbs over here. Bye. 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 <laughs>